0: This episode is going to be talking about balancing your masculine energy with your feminine energy. If you're an A-type alpha woman, you're super successful, career-driven, you achieve everything that you put your mind to. But if there's one area of your life that's not working and it's love and relationships, then this episode is for you. And I'm going to show you how to balance your masculine and feminine energy so that you can attract the man that you deserve. The kind of man who is not only more masculine than you, but will also be caring and nurturing for you, which is probably what you deeply want to be also looked after, to be nurtured, to feel safe and secure as well. That's something I think we all want as as human beings. Hey, my name is Michelle Chung and I'm a live manifestation expert, which means I help women manifest their soulmate live in person offline and i help career driven a type alpha women find their man so they can have the amazing committed and effortless relationship they deserve a bit of a background story is that i was i am i have been quite masculine in my energy and you know when i was growing up i was was actually a tomboy i liked wearing you know baggy clothes baggy baggy pants that kind of whole Gwen Stefani in the No Doubt era, because that tough girl look kind of really appealed to me. Um, I was a tomboy because, you know, I was actually afraid of men. I was afraid of my body, my, you know, sexuality being intimate. And, um, you know, that intimacy and vulnerability actually I thought was being weak. So it was a a story I I suppose I'd created when I looked at my own parents who were still together. They're in an amazing, loving relationship. You know, they've had their stuff in the past, but they've they've been together for, you know, um, how old am I? Over 40 years. I guess it was a story I'd created in my head from seeing my mother being in a relationship with my dad, who was, you know, very strong, very, I guess, A-type man. I take up after a lot after my dad. So thanks, dad. <laughs> but seeing that, you know, my mum didn't, she was very opposite to me. She's uh, much more introverted, and I'm um, much more extroverted. And I always thought, you know, there's something wrong with her because if she's not like, you know, having her own career, why isn't she like doing the things that she likes to do? Then being in that relationship, um, makes her weak and makes like, she doesn't have her own money if she, she and dad ever did get divorced. So I guess it was a story that I'd created that, um, being in that position in a relationship, was a point of weakness and I didn't, I never wanted to be um, trapped in any relationship where I couldn't walk away. And I guess as part of my avoidant attachment style, not being able to, you know, walk away or run away from something if, you know, I needed to. So, um, and having that huge fear of being taken advantage of, like um, I wanted to make sure that I guess that I had the upper hand in relationships. So um, that kind of tomboy growing up, um, you know, I never realized if, um, you know, If I was attractive to men, I was always super surprised if any guy liked me, even though I had secret crushes on guys, but I was too shy and too nervous to, you know, um, have a boyfriend in high school. So it was all very kind of, um, you know, like, I don't know if it's a typical kind of high school experience, um, but, you know, I was not, not one of the popular people, (laughs) one of the popular girls. So I guess from, um, from that story that I created from, you know, my, my parents' relationship, um, in my relationships, I overcompensated with my masculine energy. And, um, that evidence was, um, apparent to me once I'd done an exercise to kind of, you know, um, look over my past, um, assess, um, my past relationships that I'd recognize that, you know, there was a point in my relationships where I'd be like, I'm tired of making all the decisions. Can, you know, can you make some uh, plans for us? Or, you know, can you figure out what we're going to do on Friday night? And I remember, um, one ex boyfriend in particular, uh, in my twenties. Um, and I said to him, Oh, what do you want to do? And he's like, oh, whatever you want to do. And that made me annoyed (laughs) because I'm like, I want you to create something for us. I want to be led on this relationship and this journey with you. I don't want to be the one who's making up all the decisions and having to do everything in the relationship. And, you know, not that it was me chasing him, but it was he'd kind of just left it up to me, I suppose, because, you know, if he is a mirror of me, I was dominant and I was um, more masculine and more taking the leadership and taking charge, which is not a bad thing, but I guess I'd overcompensated that, you know, that being my strength of leadership and um, of decisiveness and direction, I'd overuse that. And it all of a sudden it become my weakness of um, doing that too often in relationships and then having this pattern of relationships where with more feminine men, Feminine not being weak, but men who were not as strong-minded as I was. So once I recognized this, I was like, oh, that's really interesting. So what do I need to do? Um, that's, that's what I'm going to talk about in this podcast uh, episode uh, today. And um, so basically, if you're an alpha and A-type woman and you're successful in everything you do, um, and then maybe there's just one thing missing and it's your love and relationships. It's because this requires a completely different energy. Um, you can't use the same um, energy that's made you successful in your business and your career and all other areas of your life and try to apply it to relationships. Um, I'm saying this from a, you know, heterosexual relationship point of view. I'm not sure how it applies to um, same sex relationships. Um, although there's always, um, a masculine, feminine, um, energy in all relationships, no matter if they're heterosexual or gay, um, uh, or other types of relationships, um, because the law of gender actually says there's a masculine and feminine energy in everything in, um, all your thoughts, all your plans, all your actions, the law of gender is apparent in everything so um once i started learning the principles of um these universal laws and alchemy it was like oh that's really interesting okay that's um that's where energy is that's it never disappears it's just always converted isn't it so um once i recognized oh i've just been too masculine in my relationships and you know one memory was uh, i was dating this really nice guy He, he was also starting out to be a coach And that was when I was living in Sydney and I'd had this amazing life, but I was really not as conscious yet, not really knowing where my life path was supposed to be. And um, I was at his place we're having breakfast and he said something like, you're an alpha woman, you need an alpha man. And I was like, oh, that's new. That's interesting. No one's said that I'm an alpha before. And none of my exes, I guess, knew about that kind of concept or terminology. And I was, um, I guess, um, more interested in personal growth than they were. And, um, and so this guy kind of brought up this new concept to me that, you know, I'm an alpha. And I was like, oh, what does that actually mean? Like, And so, you know, when I spoke to other women about, you know, being an alpha, um, you know, they didn't necessarily think it was a compliment. They actually thought it was derogatory that, you know, the, the idea of alpha being aggressive or domineering or dominant um, I guess it's not such a nice <laughs> thing to be known as as in society. Um, you know, it, it was a really interesting concept and it really caught my attention. So from that point onwards, I recognized, okay, well, if I'm an alpha and I'm more masculine, then how can I attract someone who is also masculine? And from that thinking, I realized it doesn't work because the law of gender says that, um, there needs to be a balance in all things. So in a relationship, you need to have a masculine and a feminine. And within each partner of the relationship, you need to have a masculine and feminine balance within each person. So if you're finding yourself being in relationships or attracting guys who are not um, the kind of guys that you want, that they're um, too indecisive and they're too laid back or they're afraid of commitment, things like that, they're always a mirror for you. And to, to just check in on yourself to see where am I being too masculine in my behavior and my actions in dating? And so I was also on this quest for love. And um, over the five years that I was single, I was um, trying to figure it out, trying to hack this whole love and dating thing and um, recognized, okay, if I'm not going to um, reduce my masculine And you never want to um, fix anything because it's not a matter of, there's no, we're we're never ever, you know, broken. We're not, uh, we're not, um, we're not broken people. We're we're just coming from a pure, complete state. Um, If I'm not going to fix the masculine, then I need to increase my feminine. And so the last, I guess, couple of years that I've dedicated uh, in my life is to discovering what that feminine looks like in my life. And um, I, during my single period in my single time of life, over the five years, I started doing Latin dancing and I'd always loved Latin music, um, uh, especially like bachata, sensual, kisomba, zook. Salsa wasn't a huge fan of, I think the music I didn't really like it, but I really loved um, the music of bachata. I loved um, a bit of reggaeton as well and um, I just loved Latin music and I was like I'm definitely, you know, Latin on the inside and Asian on the outside (laughs) with a Western um, education and upbringing and I really just dived into Latin dancing and why I was so fascinated with it was because it it in itself is actually a huge communication process between the masculine and feminine. So you have a masculine, which is the leader, um, normally a guy, and then the feminine, which is the uh, follower, which is normally the the woman. So, of course, there's a lot more women who have, you know, um, excelled at dancing and start to take the leader role. Um, so, But in basic, you know, Latin dancing, when you first begin, You learn as a follower to listen to the leader's instructions. So simple things like if he wants you to go left, he'll move his body and communicate with body communication for you to go left. So as a follower, it's up to you to pick up those signals to move to the left. So they always say with dancing, if your follower is dancing like crap, (laughs) it's the leader's fault. So it's a kind of really interesting um, it's an interesting concept because if the if the leader is not communicating in a way that his follower can understand and receive that communication, then the dance doesn't go as planned. So I just loved this concept and I um, you know kept dancing for about five years. And I just loved um, excelling at new things and learning new things, and especially this was such a personal growth journey for me as well, in in terms of increasing my and raising my feminine vibration through Latin dancing, and I just loved that journey. Um, Another way I was raising my feminine vibration, I went back to yoga, and um, as a masculine female, I when I first started yoga in my twenties, I just couldn't get it. I didn't understand it. I know other women who said this as well, that they weren't really into yoga because it was just too slow. It was like boring. And I totally understood that. But coming from uh, want wanting of um, embracing my feminine side, my feminine energy, then I understood what yoga was about and the yin yoga and yin activities, yin martial arts, they were all in the practice of receiving and to focus on your internal growth rather than the external you know dopamine rush the the excitement the adrenaline those are all masculine external um, activities um, energies so those are the kind of um, practices that i did to raise my feminine vibration but also to um to Uh, I hired my own life coach and did a lot of internal work and worked with a few mentors, um, listening to all their podcasts, um, working on their coaching programs, and um, just recognizing, you know, it's a a journey or like to rediscover my feminine side. And um, there was one thing that I came across, and that was also that um, feminism ruined femininity. There was an age of you know, imbalance in the world where we've been imbalanced, we've been at a masculine disadvantage, a masculine domineerance for centuries that when feminism came to rise, say I think it was about the 60s, when women were saying equality, 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 and um, burning bras and all that sort of stuff, it... Had to kind of overbalance in that favor of feminism before it could kind of settle down into hopefully what we have now as a new collective consciousness that feminine and masculine need, need to coexist balanced and um, be able to, you know, work together in harmony because there is no one, the, the masculine cannot exist without the feminine, without. You know the world going to crap basically as we've seen in the last couple of um centuries so that was a really cool revelation understanding the difference between feminism and femininity and femininity being the energies of receiving of vulnerability of um being in your um, intuition and uh, using all those um, superpowers those feminine superpowers in the way that it's meant to be used. And um, it's funny because I guess a lot of women, when we're in business, we're in masculine dominated industries, we tend to adopt those kind of masculine habits and behaviors in order to, you know, survive, I guess, in order to compete, in order to um, be successful. And so now in your relationships, you've got to come around to um, understanding that what got you successful in in those masculine areas is not going to give you success in your relationships and to embrace and raise your feminine vibration is the um, the only way that you're going to have a balanced um, what I call a magnetic relationship where each individual partner is um, whole and complete and balanced within their masculine and feminine and then that's when the two of you come together both balanced and then you can have an interdependent relationship. And I have a further training on this on my website. If you want, I'll put the note, the link in my, um, in the show notes below. And, um, so this is a pretty huge, um, revelation for me and it's really what helped me, you know, find m- my partner Raff um, in later years after doing a lot of this internal work in the feminine side. Um, so, Men are actually going to be put off if you act and behave more masculine than them. And so if you continue in this kind of very masculine alpha way, um, you're going to keep attracting feminine men and you'll have to, you know, look after them, rescue them, save them, mother them, and either they'll do one of a couple of things. They'll either accept it and allow you to keep saving them, mothering them looking after them until they've gotten for themselves and they're like standing on their two feet. And they're, you know, one woman I spoke to was kind of like, I always was in relationships where I gave so much of myself that they ended up better. And I, I was a shell of myself when we separated. So he ended up with all the good stuff and she ended up depleted. And because she was more in her masculine and giving and looking after and, um, doing the men's role, So she wasn't being able to be in a space to receive the love, the nurturing, the care, kindness from her partner because she was too much in her masculine. So it's either that they accept it and they allow you to, you know, rescue them or they fight against it. And then in your relationship, you're going to have a power struggle or they're going to leave you for a woman who's half as amazing as you Possibly they're a younger version of you. That's why you see that quite commonly with um, older men and younger women who look like they're the original version of their wives, their ex-wives. So they can actually, you know, feel like they have something to offer them and contribute to them. Cause that's, that's all that men really want is a partner that they can actually contribute to look after them and um, you know, give to them and women in our feminine we need to be in our in um, we need to be able to receive that love and care and nurturing so that is how the imbalance works with um how to balance your masculine energy with your feminine energy. It's super important I see this much more with um, career driven successful women um, a types alphas alpha women. Because we're so used to being in our masculine energy in order to succeed to survive, maybe um, you're a single mom and you've had to be both role models, and you've not been had you've never had the luxury or the um, ability to just you know be able to step back and receive and be in your feminine. So um, hopefully that was uh, insightful for you please leave me any comments, Uh, follow my podcast, um, and check out my content on Instagram. It's at Michelle Chung Coach, and I'll put all the links below. And um, if you have any other questions about relationships, love or dating or life, uh, please let me know, contact me and um, yeah, I'll put them into future podcasts. I'll see you then.